Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Jill Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. What's going on, Joe? How are you doing, pal? It's been a fantastic week. It's been fun games pretty much all around. Um, yeah, apologize for the no recap show. Uh, I had the flu all weekend, so yes. finally feeling back to normal. Welcome back to yeah. the real world. Back to life. I think I lost 10 pounds, gained 15 cents. But you know what? Hey, 10 steps forward, 5 steps back. Whatever that saying is, let's get it going. Yeah, awesome. Um, so first up, we've got some MLB. Yeah, we got a World pretty Series? busy weekend. We got World Series game one tonight. It's Friday the twenty eighth. We got college football tomorrow. We got NFL Sunday. We got basketball. and as we're recording this, we have what was it twenty six days now of football? We are day two in a twenty seven straight days of football. Uh, I lost a couple bets yesterday, but whoa, you didn't come on the Gus bus with us. I I was on the Gus bus with you. I was on the Mike Evans over four and a half receptions. Oh, right, right, right. I thought Tom would come out, but I also thought Tom Brady would win the game. Yesterday was the biggest um, – I don't know how to explain it. It was the biggest – I looked at the numbers. I looked at the public. I looked back at the sharp money, looked back at the public, looked back at the sharp money, and I went, this whole game is one gigantic fucking trap. <laughs> Imagine if everybody bought Apple stock – Okay. And the price dropped and kept dropping as people were buying Apple stock. <laughs> That's what the Baltimore Ravens were, and I couldn't trust it. So I did a little small sprinkle on just regular Buccaneers money line. Just thought that would be a smart play. But overall, I think I ended up winning like five bucks. I, I broke even. Let's say that. Gotcha. Okay. Um. But yeah, other than that, um, I mean, I do want to kind of talk about last weekend. If you listen to Irvin and I's UFC recap, um, we were on the right side of a lot of bets. And like we said in the show, these refs are going to suck. They're in Abu Dhabi. There's going to be some things. So we got absolutely robbed on the Yawn fight. If you listen to the show, we actually called it. We said if O'Malley doesn't get him in the first round, that will go the distance and Yawn will win. Uh, that was the biggest fuck you I've ever seen in UFC history by wow. the refs. To where O'Malley was even like shocked that he won. It Absolute robbery. Uh, congrats to anybody that was on the other side of that. Good for you. Uh, but Sterling, never a doubt. Uh, Oliveira sucks. I mean, we were all we were on a lot of that. If you followed our bets, if you followed Irvin, you were up money. If you followed me, we broke even. Yeah. So overall, not a bad one. We'll try to do that more often. I know we got a UFC fight night coming up. Uh, if you followed my college football in the morning, eight and zero, eight and zero to start. Pretty off good night. start to it any day. Afternoon went went four and five, not great. No, at night went four and three. So I don't know what the units were on that. I probably also broke even because I went heavy on Texas. Uh, that was an absolute heartbreaker. I'm sorry, buddy. It is what it is. I think that game gave me the flu. <laughs> I was so wrapped up into it. I mean, seeing Quinn Ewers throw it sixty times in thirty mile an hour win. I didn't even. I wasn't even upset. I was just like, "Why? Why? Why?" Mm-hmm. I was just questioning my own life, and I was. I think I got so stressed and wound up into the game, it gave me the flu, flat out. Well, the good news is that you still have a entertaining team. Yeah, we're gonna look good in the Cheez It Bowl. We're gonna look good. We're gonna fuck whatever team up. Man, maybe FSU can go on a little run. FSU Texas. Oh, we're, we'd have to take a goose and gamble field trip. That would be amazing. We would have to. We yeah. would. We'd have to do a show. 
in the stands. Yep. We'll have we'll have a fake booth that people are like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> like, look at those two guys up there. Like, with just microphones. <laughs> yeah. She's putting on headphones. That'd be great. That's a good way to get following. Just fake it till you make it. Yeah, pretty much. We, I can probably figure out a way to make a fake VIP badge. Yeah. But here, yeah, you're right. Let's get into the World Series. Um, Phillies at Astros. Phillies is the probably the greatest Cinderella story I've seen in years' time for a World Series match. Am I wrong? Yeah, it's definitely up there. I, I hate the Phillies as a franchise. Um but it's hard to really kind of root against this team. Um, you know, it's kind of like the Bryce Harper redemption story in a way. Uh, Bryce Harper used to rub me the wrong way, but also he was an 18-year-old douchebag. Yes. That happens. Yeah. I think in front of our eyes, he's grown up and has become like a man. Yeah. And I have learned to respect him, and I think he has worked his ass off to get a ring. So, yeah, I'm on the Bryce train. I love Alec Baum. I like at the beginning of the season, it's like, I fucking hate this place. Now he's coming out saying, I fucking love this place. Like, I, I love how I'm, Tales of Two Halves of the Season is I'm really blanking on, uh, who's a Phillies pitcher? Nola. Uh, we got uh, Wheeler. No, Wheeler. Yes. Yeah. Zach Wheeler recovering from that uh, reported ACL uh, injury of our fantasy draft to come back and, and play in the World Series. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. 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 Tale of Two Seasons. They fired Girardi. Um, I saw some articles like, oh, if even firing Girardi's not going to help this team. And, yeah. they're, and here they are. So like I said, we're in Texas, so we're going to be a lot of, around a lot of Astros. Um, I am a Rangers fan. I will never support them. I think I'm kind of going for the Astros That's here. Um, only because the years of just loathing. the. It's not even like I have a strong hatred. Like they're, They've been in the, you know, the Marlin, the Braves division for a long time. I just don't care for them the same way I don't care about the Mets. Yeah. Um, and for my fantasy purposes, you know, I've, I've always had a couple Astros and uh, Jordan Alvarez has, has been my MVP the past two years. So no, and I get it uh, for me, just I pre cheating post cheating. I always hated them. This is kind of like a, I hate when people in Texas say, Oh, they're from Texas. You got to support a Texas team. That's fucking stupid. That's like saying, hey, you're a Cubs fan. You should support the White Sox. So you're you saying. You would get stabbed if you said that out loud. So you're saying there's no scenario that you can foresee where you would start rooting for the Astros. Maybe if they're going up against like Hitler. What if Papa John's brought out Astro 7? I'd be a Domino's fan. I literally. What? I would literally completely flip franchises. Like. I'm dead serious. I I would not order. If we Papa could get John's. Astro Seven, that would be amazing. Please, Papa John's, if you're listening. Papa John's, yeah. By the way, bring back Ranger Seven. Ranger Seven, please. Uh, ra- and other baseball news, by the way, we haven't talked about it much. Uh, Bruce Bochy is now the Rangers manager. I don't know how I feel about that, but I was not sold on it until I heard him talk, and he basically said, "I'm no Tony Larusa. I'm gonna win some fucking games." He didn't say those word for word, but I, I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, see, you had me there. I was about to be like, what? All yeah, right, I'm in. A tad bit. <laughs> that's what he meant. But Bruce Bochy looks like a guy that can, you know, drink, I don't know, fifth of Jack and still call a baseball game pretty damn well. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm excited. It, it looks like we're going to actually have like more of a professional future where we might actually get a big name free agency this year because of Bochy. So I'm actually really excited for that. Okay. This could be the next step is he world series caliber like he was with the giants probably not he's probably out of his prime but it'd be cool to see him get close i it's been a while 
Ooh, ass. Um, so we're looking here. Astros minus one and a half games plus one thirty-five. See, I don't think it's. It's tasty. I see the games. I that means they have to win in what six or five? Oh yeah, six or below. four. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to go. I think it's going seven. I don't think it's going seven. You don't think so? Here's the thing about this matchup is that the Astros are just a better version of the Phillies. The Phillies have pretty decent bats. Right, they have you know they have power for sure, um, and they have a pretty good pitching staff. But at most of the positions, you are going to take the Astros player over the Phillies player. You know they are are, are the same kind of team. I feel like, um, I think I I would just lean towards the Astros, um, and I kind of really do like that minus one and a half bet because I don't think it'll go seven. I think. Phillies win game one. Ooh, okay. Um, and this is why. I think Justin Verlander, once he hits a World Series, he just forgets how to pitch. Uh, Verlander in the American League's uh, championships is always dominant. But uh, Verlander in seven World Series appearance, 0-6, has given up 5.68 ERA and nine home runs allowed in seven starts. See, I, don't think, I think this is the one that's going to break the curse then. So the other thing is, I like the way Nola has been pitching. True. I if there is a prop, I think I saw it earlier. I really like Nola's uh, over six K, so over five and a half strikeouts tonight. Um, I do see that Altuve and like the main Astro players have been playing poorly. Uh, scroll up for a second there. Yep. So uh, no, go down to the word says the um, we keep going just a little bit more. There you go. All right. So basically. If you think the Astros are going to win by one and a half, it looks like odds wise you should just take the individual bets here. So you're saying Eight. Take basically all the way up until yeah, you five. just take. So so think about it this way, right? If let's just say you were going to put seventy five bucks on the Astros to win minus one and a half, right? Mm-hmm. So that plus one thirty five, you're paying out like one hundred five. You could put twenty five each on four zero, four one, and four two, and feel pretty good that you will at least cover your bet and have for a good chance for a bigger payout. Because if the Astros did win four zero, you are going to win one hundred and twenty five dollars. I get the logic there. Yeah, that makes sense. And then if they win four one, you're winning. Oh, that's even more. Uh, that's actually two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yep. Yeah. So basically, you know, it makes a little bit more sense to do that. But what they like to do these books is put the lazy bet first, the one that people are just like, oh, okay, the minus one and a half. And then you know, it's, these bets are always at the bottom <laughs> because yeah, there's you, actually usually more value in them. And that makes a good sports game, but you're finding the angles, you're Correct. finding the right angle of what's going to get you the most value. Yeah. So yeah, if you really do believe a Astros are going to win pretty heavily. Yeah. Buy more than one and a half games. Or yeah. Definitely go for an exact. Maybe go for the sweep at plus eight fifty. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I I think the has there ever been a World Series team that's gone undefeated in the postseason? Astros haven't lost yet. The other thing I will say is the Phillies were a lot like the Mariners. Like the Mariners were hot going into the playoffs. Right. They were uh looking fantastic, came in. 
And it just didn't matter. The Astros literally just beat them at their own thing. And now we have the same kind of kind of team. I, I the Phillies are maybe just a little bit better bat, batting. There's a lot more grit in that Philly team. Sure. That's there's great. a lot more veterans, I'd say. There's a lot more guys like I mean, there's a lot more guys that have been there before. But they Astros still have Verlander. They still have Altuve. They still have Bregman. They still but, have you know. I've been looking at. I mean, Bregman's doing all right, but Altuve is not. Altuve no. is like Owen Owen for over twenty in the last at this postseason. But that one World Series where Altuve like clutched out, he was actually doing bad, and he just had two really big clutch hits gotcha. with maybe the assistance of trash. Cans. I'm fully, and this is actually a non biased thing. I really am fully on the Phillies. Okay, I think when a team is hot like the Phillies are. They've mowed through, been on the road to start off every single series. Yeah. They're going to keep going. I think they're going to keep mowing through. I don't think it's going to be as easy as it has been for the Phillies. Like, they're not going to win in five. I don't. I think this is literally going to go seven. I think that the Phillies are going to have more juice in the bullpen. Like, you look yeah. at their bullpen versus the Astros. Besides Presley, Ranger Suarez coming out of the pen is incredible. Like, that is a huge thing that the Astros don't have. True. I, I really think there's more depth in the pitching and bullpen than I know that sounds crazy. Astros have they're great at that. I just think at the end of the day, when it comes to game six and seven, having Ranger Suarez as that secret weapon is gonna fucking When is game one? Game one's tonight. Nice. Okay, cool. So my pick for tonight, if you I'm gonna play conservative today. I have the Phillies team total over two and a half runs at minus one twenty five. I also have the Phillies plus a half for the first five innings. I think Nola's going to keep those bats quiet in the first five. I think Verlander's going to give up those home runs. So the Phillies team total is over two and a half. The Astros team total is over three and a half. And yet the over under is six and a half. That sounds about right. Uh, okay. Okay. Never mind. That, uh, forgetting they're yeah. counting adding the half. Yeah. If you're like, adding what? the half, it equals <laughs> six. So there there yeah. you go, Joe. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm the math guy here. Jesus. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I like the Astros over three and a half. Yeah, possibly. I mean, we'll see tonight. I just don't think Verlander's. I, I think Verlander's a classic choke in these situations. Uh, game one, Phillies, maybe take the plus one and a half. Like typically in postseason, these are low totals, so maybe even look at the under. I don't. I just don't know. This could be a basically what a. 3-2 game, Phillies win. I think it's going to be like 6-4, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. My official picks on this, uh, Phillies plus five, plus a half, first five, Phillies over two and a half. Joe, what's yours? I'm going to take uh, Astros uh, to win 4-1 or 4-2, uh, and, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to take the over in tonight's game. Nice, okay. All right, so also just for a future bet here, I have four picks in for World Series MVPs. I have, because I always feel like the MVP is a guy that's never the star. It's Steve Pierce with the Red Sox. It's uh, Jorge Soler with the Braves. Like, you would uh-huh. expect it to be somebody bigger, but it's never that guy. So really right now, I do love Alec Baum at the 38-1 to 1 odds, and I love Nick Castellanos at 38-1 to 1 as well. So I have two half units on both of those. When the Phillies win the World Series, I bet you one of those guys, specifically Alec Baum, would be my pick. For me, there's two options here. Jordan Alvarez, absolutely. Uh, and then the other option would be Kyle Schwarber 
12 to 1. Um, I just feel like he's become a beloved October baseball uh, guy. And especially writers would feel that sentiment that if the Phillies did win, and let's just say him and Harper and everybody else are roughly even, um, I think he gets a lot of momentum, um, especially after like the weird exit from, was it Boston last year? Yeah, and you know what's funny? Like if you talk to a Red Sox fan, they are just like miserable. They wish they signed him for like whatever pennies on the dollar. that. Yeah, super cheap. Yeah, he was, uh, you know what? Give me a little prop tonight. I'd say Schwarbaum hits a, hits a homer tonight. Off okay. of Verlander. That's going to be the thing. I'll look at the odds on that later. But let's get into college football. We have a couple games tonight. I have one play, nothing too crazy. I will bet every single day in this 27-day stretch of football. <laughs> not I me. will make at least one play. <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> All right. So tonight I think it is uh, Eastern Carolina University, which, by the way, covered for us last week if you listen to the show. Yep. They – it was always a trap game for UCF. It was never a doubt. As soon as they kicked <laughs> off, UCF lost. It was insane. Yeah. Just like that. But you, Eastern Carolina at BYU, uh, big letdown game for Eastern Carolina after the upset win at UCF. I am taking BYU money line. I got it at minus 150 yesterday. It is minus 165 if you don't like that juice. Take the minus three. I think BYU runs away with it. Interesting. Okay. Uh, BYU has been uh, uh, just a thorn in your side this year, I feel like. and uh... BYU is a thorn in my side every day of my life. <laughs> I fucking hate those people. But <laughs> I will bet on them tonight. I will learn my lessons. By the way, every rule that I broke last week, betting on AM lost. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But the next game up tonight is Louisiana Tech at Florida International. This is an absolute barn burner. Uh, FIU is a top five worst team in college football. Louisiana Tech isn't too far off from that. This is a two and five law tech in FIU three and four. Uh, FIU is a six point home dog over under on this is 57 and a half or 57. Um, I had one play on this and it was really simple. These are two teams that cannot get on to a quick start. I love the under first half i think it's at 29 i'm just i want to double check that real quick since things have changed i have the bet in there interesting i like that yeah under 28 and a half now and i think the juice is leaning towards that so these are two teams that cannot score to save their life at the beginning i if you want just take the lazy bet and just take the under 57 this is going to be like a 20 to 14 type game okay i like that which I got Law Tech winning, but I'm not going to take the points. I just don't trust two terrible teams. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else we got? Or is it on to so those Saturday? Are for the Friday night games. Friday night games. Yeah. Let's get on to Saturday morning, 11 a.m. I don't have too many picks here. Slate's kind of ugly. Either. Um, I mean, uh, Boston College, Connecticut, pass. <laughs> Miami, Akron, pass. I'm usually a big Miami of Ohio guy gambling on the show. If you followed. We're big on them. I just don't like the eight points on the road. Um, Akron is awful. They're one and seven in action play. Uh, no, don't touch it. Just let's wait till action happens when there's a Tuesday game, and we'll 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 give you in depth. Okay, because that is where I peak in just terrible football. I can cover fucking. I can pick a spread. So TCU undefeated TCU at West Virginia. Yep, and that is actually one of my picks here. So I see that. 
TCU is at West Virginia. This is, I think, the WVU homecoming week. Um, they got the new jerseys out. They got all kinds of crazy things going on. They have John Denver and like heavy metal versions. Road. Yeah, it's they're going really hard at this. They're acting like this is their Super Bowl. Um, that being said, if you've watched the West Virginia game, it is pretty painful. Uh, last week they got their doors blown off by Texas Tech, and Texas Tech had their third stringer in. Yeah, here's the thing to do. I see it's at seven and a half at pretty even money plus one hundred. I'm buying the point down to just seven at minus one fifteen TCU on the road. I'm just doing a very regular small one size unit play on that. That should be fine. Um, I'm not a big seven in the hook kind of guy. I don't think that's fair because I mean, homecoming, who knows this team might get squirrely towards the end and just try to win. And then they, I mean, they win by seven or they lose by seven. Exactly. And you're fucked. It's pretty clear from West Virginia this year that they're not really a cohesive team. They're, they can put up some points, and every once in a while, you know, they have good days. But for the most part, they're like uh, – I don't even like the over-under at 69. Like, that's – it seems too I just high. Feel like, yeah, TCU we've seen is a good team, and a good team will have no problem covering the seven. Seems too high. I, if anything, take the under. I'm not going to make a play on that. Take the under on T- that 69. Maybe – Maybe the over TCU 38 and a half. I don't, I just feel like West Virginia is not going to be able to score. So maybe the smart play here is under 31 West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, well, next up, the Florida State Seminoles. I feel like this is always a fucking weird game for you guys. Uh, I, there's really not, like, the, as far as like the FSC schools or the ACC schools that I like. Does anybody really enjoy going up against Georgia Tech? Does everybody get nervous? Georgia, probably. <laughs> Georgia, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a, the funny thing about Georgia Tech is, you know, they're in Atlanta. And if you go, like I lived in Atlanta, all you see is Alabama stickers everywhere. Like Georgia Tech's just not really, you know, like that. Um, I don't know. Uh, 22 and a half is a interesting line. I know we're going to win. Yeah. And I think we should win comfortably. I kind of maybe are leaning towards the over in this game. I think Florida State can put up 35 with reasonable confidence. So it's just can Georgia Tech score twice. And the way our defense is, I just don't see them ever. I mean, Boston College did come and lay an Hmm. egg, but I don't know. I don't love the 22 and a half. I'll put it that way. No, that's not an attractive number. I don't. Even, I went, I'm not touching this game. Um, I'm looking at the team totals right now since these are kind of just freshly out. Yep. Um, no, not trying to shit on your team here, but is Florida State that good at defense where they can hold a team to 13 points? No, not unless the team come and lays an egg. Like Boston College yeah. came and laid an egg and just was not even in the same realm as us. That over 13 and a half looks kind of good. It's tasty. I. I'm going to see how I feel tomorrow morning when the time comes. I could see us win, winning like a game like 33 to 16 or 17 yeah, or right. something like that. And it's just because of garbage time. Like, okay, let the kids, let the third stringers play. Like I, don't know, I don't know if you let know it's garbage time. I, it could be some regular time. Uh, regular defense. time play. Like our defense is actually exciting because we do make plays, but then we also give up plays. I'm assuming this is what uh, Cowboys fans call the, the Trayvon the, Diggs. The Trayvon Diggs defense. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. I'll be at that game. 
Uh, this weekend? Yeah. Nice. All right. Next game up, probably game of the week. Uh, Ohio State at Penn State. Penn State is the home team, 15.5 point dogs. Over under on this is 60.5. Um, Ohio State's team total is 37.5. Penn State's 22.5. Yep. Any thoughts on this? No. No. Nothing. I don't. I think I'm going to stay away. I think I'm just going to enjoy it. I think if this was at the shoe and I'm getting and I'm having to lay 15 and a half points, I'm taking Ohio State, but I do get nervous about Penn State. I think James Franklin's a bitch-made cat. Oh. I really do. Um, I think after watching the uh, Michigan like interaction in the tunnel, we didn't really get to talk about it much last week, but yeah. I think he threw a peanut butter sandwich at somebody. So, I don't know. Oh, that makes me like him so much more. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think he can handle the type of uh, – type of size of this game. If he couldn't handle Michigan, he definitely can't handle Ohio State. You know what? I'm back on Ohio State. 15 and a half. Yeah, I think I'd probably lean that too. Penn State really let me down last week. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, What about Notre Dame and Syracuse? Yeah, I have a play here. And if you know by now, I'm a big Cuse guy. I've been saying Cuse is weird. Yeah. And especially if you get me Cuse at the Dome, at the dome, the dome gets weird. Shit happens in the dome. Um, Notre Dame has looked fucking awful, even against UNLV. UNLV is not that good, and they scored like twenty-one points on that Notre Dame defense. Um, that being said, yeah, give me Syracuse. I'm not taking the minus one and a half. Just be an adult. I'm taking the money line minus one thirty. Okay, uh, I think I'm with you on that. I have not. Still don't. Uh, I have not seen, and I still don't believe that Notre Dame is a good team this year. So no, and I'll, I'm, I'm going to go back on record when I had Notre Dame in my uh, college football playoff. Yep, I was wrong. <laughs> it's that simple. Lesson <laughs> learned. Lesson learned. Marcus Freeman needs to get his shit together. Hopefully next year he can bounce back. I do like the guy. I feel bad that he's going on to that bad of a fucking stretch here. Uh, next game up, we have Oklahoma at Iowa State. This is sort of a big game. Um, it's kind of determines where I say it's a big game. Yeah. Iowa State's got nothing to lose here. Um, that is the best defense in the Big 12. Okay. No, nope, it is. <laughs> no, I'm not arguing. I'm just like, uh, it's like, you know, uh, saying it's like. Uh, okay, ACC, shut your fucking mouth over there. <laughs> the, <laughs> no, it, the best water park in the desert. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's the best. I'm telling you right now, it's fuck you. It's, <laughs> that was good. Uh, it's the best defense in the Big Twelve. Uh, that being said, I think Oklahoma's just going to outdo them. It's not going to be a high scoring game like the fifty six and a half is. Oh, here, let me go through the spreads real quick. Kind of yeah, I do kind of like that over under. Oklahoma is the road favorite of minus one. This is damn near a pick 'em. They are at Iowa State. Iowa State is a tough place to play. Um. Over under on this is 56 and a half. I do think with Dylan Gabriel coming back, he has looked a lot better since his concussion. Um, I like Oklahoma minus one. I do think the Iowa State defense will keep this game a very low scoring game. I don't think the Iowa State offense is good at all. So the under 56 and a half is another play I would take. So I like Oklahoma minus one, or I'm just probably going to take the money line, whatever okay. that is. Yeah, minus 120 for the money line. I'm taking that, and I'm taking the under 56 and a half. 
Cool. Um, all right. USF at Houston. Mm, I got nothing. Here. Nothing. Arkansas, Auburn. Arkansas is interesting. Um, I think they're better than Auburn. Plain and simple, I think Arkansas on the road does better. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. It's just an SEC West team. I think there's a big competition of who's going to be the worst SEC West team. And Texas A&M is kicking the shit out of everybody. So, <laughs> that being said, I think Arkansas is going to try to kind of tread water here. They are not going to cover the three and a half. This game is going to be a lot closer. Give me Arkansas money line minus 165. Okay. Uh, I think, I don't know. I would probably take the plus three and a half here, but yeah. I mean, Arkansas should win. I think Auburn's on the way of firing their coach starting over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So expect that to be a big uh, coaching carousel job opening. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Matt Rule goes Auburn type thing. I could definitely see that. Okay. Uh, Next up, we got the uh, Miami Hurricanes going to Virginia. Uh, loved, loved last week. Uh, if you were listening to the show, I said Duke money line, Duke by 14 and a half. And it was never a doubt. It really wasn't. That was an awful game to watch by Miami. I have kind of given up hope on them. Um, I have no plan this. They might actually come back and try to win a game. Who knows? I think Miami does win this game. Um, so I do like their money line minus 140, but, uh, yeah, three and four, not where we thought we would see them. No, that, is a piss poor defense. That's really what it comes down to. I think the offense has pieces there. I think they can work, but that defense can't fucking hold anything. Okay. Uh, next game I have, I'm not taking Rutgers this week. I think I run out. I've run out of Rutgers luck since they won last week. They came back and won on the money line. So I'm staying away. I think this should be, if you are a Minnesota fan, 14 and a half points is too much. Don't take that. Maybe. I don't know. Buy it down a little. Uh, But my next big play is Old Dominion at Georgia State. I got this at four points right now. If you get it at four, it's at minus 120. I like the road dog here. Um, Sticking with it. I think Old Dominion's a decent team. They'll keep it close. They might win outright. Georgia State isn't that good. I like that play. Yeah. If you like the three and a half hook, take it. That might be that might be enough. I'm just playing it safe at the minus 120. Okay. I mean, I got it at minus 110 yesterday when I got the bet in. So Nice. Now we're into the afternoon games here. Um, I think the next big one I see is Wake Forest at Louisville. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I was like, oh, immediately look towards the over-under. Uh, <laughs> 64 is a lot, but also not a lot for uh, these teams. I don't know. I don't love a 64 over under, but I just, if I didn't even know what it was, I'd say, give me the over, whatever it is um, with these two teams. Um, I think there's only one play here and it's real, real simple. It's always wake. It's always wake fours minus three. I do. I do like that earlier. It was three and a half. And I love the way it's dropping towards my favor. I don't give a shit what people, I don't know why people keep continuing to bet Louisville and tell me to bet Louisville. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're seeing that I'm not, but that Randall Cunningham kid, not that good. No, Malik, Malik, Cunningham. Malik Cunningham. Yeah, which is not the son of Randall Cunningham. We yeah. all got lied to on ESPN. <laughs> did they or did we just? <laughs> I think we made that up, but I'm blaming. Okay. I'm blaming. I'm blaming Herb <laughs> Fair. All right, next game up, Cincinnati at Central Florida. You got anything there? I know uh, 
UCF Pat might be leaning one direction. Yeah, well, I'll have to reach out to him and we'll, we'll post on Twitter his uh, UCF pick. Yeah, he's um, been pretty on the money. Yeah, he has been. He's been very spot on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards UCF minus one. Yeah, it seems fair. Cincinnati's kind of. I mean, they had a. They're six and one, but they feel more like a four and three team the way yeah, they've played. They, they look like a non power five, six and one team. Yeah. So anything could happen. UCF could. I mean, UCF comes off of a huge bounce back game. That could be it. Uh, what else you got? I mean. Look at here. OK State, K State. That's my next big pick. And I think I might be on the wrong side. I think this might be a trap. I think Oklahoma State has a really damn good um, offense. Uh, Adrian Martinez with Kansas State has looked really good. I don't think the game is going to be as close as the line says. Oklahoma State is a one-and-a-half-point road dog. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus one-and-a-half. I am also doing the same. That would uh, is my pick for that one. Yeah, that's Sanders kid chunking that's the good. rock in 30-mile-an-hour wins and being accurate about it. Very good. I mean – as heartbreaking as it was to watch, at least I learned something last week. I was like, oh, that kid might be something. True. Uh, it is it is what it is. I think they have a good running game. I don't think Kansas State does have – they do not have a good defense. Let me rephrase that. Uh, that just If you ever want to see what Kansas State is, go back and watch Kansas State-Oklahoma. Kansas State has a wonderfully creative offense with Adrian Martinez, but the defense is about as bad as Miami's. <laughs> it's – it is going to be high scoring. Actually, give me the over 56 and a half, or 56 as well. Yeah, I also kind of like the uh, OK State over 28 and a half. Yep, take that. Yep. This game is not going to be as close as it says it is. I don't understand it. Okay. Um, what else we got? Yep, I got one that's a little off the track here. The great, uh, what would they call this? The great big outdoor bowl or whatever. It's the, great, uh, the biggest cocktail party or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I got one right before that, and we'll get into it. Uh, North Texas at Western Kentucky. I knew it. I knew it was going to be some obscure Texas school the second you said that. Well, you know, I'm a big Western Kentucky Hilltopper fan. Yeah, we do like the Hilltoppers. Uh, Home of the Bill Bill Zappies, the Zappy Hour. Zappy Hour. Uh, I will not be going that direction this week. Uh, That is way too many points for a North Texas team. They score a lot. Look at the over. Every North Texas game, is the over-under has been like 70 to 75. Um, that is a lot of points. North Texas will hang in with this Western Kentucky team. I got it yesterday at 10 and a half. It is at 10 now, so it is kind of a lot of people are on that. By the point. By the point, don't be don't be scared. Don't be scared. Hey, don't be scared to sprinkle on the money line. I think North Texas shocks the world here. Okay. Uh, that being said, let's get to the world's biggest cocktail party. Florida at Georgia. This is what, in Duval, Jacksonville, right? Correct. Uh, Florida is a 23-and-a-half-point dog. The over-under on this is 56. Uh, team totals Florida is 16-and-a-half. Georgia, 38-and-a-half. Do you have any plays on this? I think I would lean towards Florida plus 23-and-a-half. We've seen Georgia had some issues with a couple random schools where like, I mean, the first half where they like losing to Kent state and I ran a nail by over uh, Missouri. Florida has had a little bit of a disappointing season, but this is a game they would definitely get up for. Yeah. Um, this is their Super Bowl right now at the moment. Maybe when they play Florida state and Thanksgiving, but even then, like, I feel like if you ask Florida fans, they'd rather win this game. 
No yeah. shit. But no, yeah. no, I'm just saying like uh, right now, just the way it is, the FSU Florida rivalry is still, you know, a rivalry. It's still the one we want to win. But for, I mean, Florida State, this isn't our number one rival like anymore. It's, it's definitely Miami. For sure. I, this is going to be more of a get up game for Florida. I think George is walking into this like they usually do. Just like, ah, oh, it's another game. Yeah. So I do think they could get punched in the mouth. I don't think they're used to that yet. I don't think they're used to being is, the top guy. 23 and a half is a lot of points. That is a lot. Um, usually in this situation, they do take the dog. I'm going to stay away from this. One, because I will not be able to watch it. I will be at the Texas Longhorn basketball exhibition game. So okay. I'm going to take a break from that game. I have a few plays for the night shift. Other than that, but, I mean, I'm looking at the rest of these games. Tell me if you see something better. Like, do you want to touch that South Alabama-Arkansas State game? No. The, I, I mean, I could break it down for you, and I, I love South Alabama, but I just don't feel like it's necessary. It's definitely not necessary. Uh, Kentucky-Tennessee, that's a, yep. a pretty good That is my cap. next pick. Now, um, Tennessee is the hottest thing and hottest team everybody loves. They, they've turned into the Dallas Cowboys. America loves them. It is insane yeah. how quickly we – they used to be the punchline of college football. Like, they were Nebraska. We'd make fun of them weekly. I mean, have you seen the jerseys? The Tennessee jerseys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the all black? The Halloween Tennessee jerseys. Yeah. Uh, they were had, a, like, a montage of Rocky Top and, like, a horror soundtrack. Pretty good. It might be the best college football jersey of all time. I was going to say, it's pretty like, good. Step off the fucking top shelf, Oregon. It is now Tennessee. Who would have thought? Number that three. said, yeah. Kentucky is on the road. 12 and a half point dog. Over under on this is 61. While we're talking at the, about this, you haven't seen any of the Heisman odds lately, have you? Is our... It's my it is C.J. Stroud. He okay. is a favorite at minus 160. Henderson Hooker is the second guy at plus 350, I believe. So If you took him at 40 to 1, you're sitting pretty right now. Which which the show, if you listen to the show, you'd, be, you'd have a nice cash-out offer if you're on FanDuel or DraftKings. Oh, yeah. That being said, do you have any plays on this game? I just don't trust Kentucky's offense. I know their defense is legit, but this is uh, Hooker's just kind of the QB that you can't really prepare for. Um, this game's probably a stay away. I'm really more interested to see this game than I am to bet it. Um, I don't think there's too many angles. The twelve and a half makes me feel weird. It's not a. It's not a great line there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I think Tennessee is going to win, and I think maybe Tennessee wins by like fourteen to seventeen points. But I'm probably not going to risk too much on that. I love rivalry games. This is their big one. It is. It's huge in basketball. It's not- huge in football too. I know it's hard to hard to believe. Yeah, it is a big deal. And that being said, I do like Kentucky plus twelve and a half. Okay. I think if anything. Kind of like my Duke Blue Devils last week. This is the one where I'd sprinkle a little bit on the money line for Kentucky. I, I've been on Tennessee as one of the best teams in football all year long. I think this is the ultimate. Like They're already looking on to Georgia of next week. This is something they are not really paying attention to this week. So 
The Alabama 401k, have we transferred that to Tennessee? I've actually put in more money on the Alabama 401k. <laughs> um, All right. I'm We're telling back. you right now, Joe, um, everybody talking about Alabama is like not there. They're not the same Alabama team. How many undefeated seasons have they had since 2009? Four, three, three. In 2009, they had an undefeated season the year they beat the Longhorns, which started the Nick Saban era of like dominance uh-huh. of Alabama. Since then, they've only had one other undefeated season in 2020. Wow. Alabama always loses one game. Okay. Why would this year be any different? True. Alabama has always also struggled against a team that they were like, whoa, well, why are they struggling against them? Are they done? Is Nick Saban off his rock? I'm more confident in the Alabama 401k than I've ever been in my life. Okay. I think Tennessee's already looking ahead to Georgia. Uh, I've been, I actually just for shits and giggles, I looked up the Tennessee Georgia game mm-hmm. tickets in Athens. Uh, I think the cheapest ticket I saw is around eight and $900. I believe it. Yeah. You can get a world series ticket for cheaper. I definitely believe that. In Houston. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That being said, any games here, I'm going to keep going down the list. Colorado state, Boise state. Uh, no, staying away. Uh, USC, Arizona. I kind of like this one. USC going into Arizona. Arizona is off to a rough year this year. Um, USC is a 14 and a half point favorite. The over under on this is 76 and a half. This is probably going to be one of my 13 point teasers and just get take down USC down. I like it. I actually like USC minus 14 and a half. I think they win by 21 and more. The USC over over yeah, team total we, is forty six and a half. Yeah, we typically take that, um, but not at forty six and a half. No, we take that anywhere from the thirty eight to forty range. That's a little Which too funny. much for me. The game above it, Colorado State's over under seven and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah. That being said, uh, we do have the Michigan State at Michigan game. This is pretty big. Uh, Michigan State is a twenty three point road dog. This game's interesting. Um, this game seems to be the reason why Mel Tucker's still hired and like still employed. Yeah. Mel Tucker for some reason beats Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I don't think they're gonna beat Michigan this time. Probably not. Michigan does seem like a, a more complete team um than previous and I still am gonna take Michigan State plus twenty three. Okay. I'm going to do it. I I don't take the favorites in rivalry games. I think this is literally, once again, we talk about it every year. This is probably their Super Bowl. Okay. This is their championship game. So Michigan State will come out. Um, I'm not a fan of Michigan State putting out a video saying we respect other Michigan people. It seemed a little soft for me, and I almost it almost scared me away from Michigan State. <laughs> we respect other people. Yeah, it's like we're all Michigan men. And I was like, what are we? And it was like, go green, go blue. And it was like back and forth, like a, like a Disney Channel commercial. Um, I can't wait to see this later. It was it scared me away from this bet a little bit. So I'm going to make it just a small one-unit bet. Michigan State plus 23. Okay. Elsewhere, um, Baylor, Texas Tech. Um, take, I, I don't know how to do with this game. Uh, this one's actually pretty funny. Um, Baylor fans... They're there. I forget that they actually have a fan base. Do they? Um, they apparently try to like go onto the Texas Tech website and buy up all the tickets. 
uh, to where Texas Tech had to shut down their website and turn it off to where, like, if you had a Waco IP or anything like that, you were not allowed to buy tickets. So that being said, I kind of respect the uh, the pettiness of this. Um, I'm not touching it. If I had a lean, it'd be Baylor plus two just because I'm getting points. I think Baylor's an all-around team. Ever since that guy said uh, Big 12 runs through Lubbock, they've not looked good. Who said that? Their coach. I, I'm blanking on their name. The high school <laughs> football coach that's, like, first time in college. Yeah. That being said, uh, I'm I'm – not going to bet it, but I would go Baylor. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. You know. You already fucking know. Uh, this is the hottest ticket in Texas right now. You can buy tickets to Ole Miss at Texas A&M for about $2 a pop right now. That being said, um, Mississippi State coming off of a, I'm going to say an embarrassing loss. Yeah, embarrassing loss to LSU. Okay. Uh, if you didn't follow our picks last week, you were on LSU. Um I do think they bounce back. I think Texas A&M is not good. Uh, they're still on the Haynes King kid. Yeah, give me Ole Miss minus one and a half. Okay. Pittsburgh at UNC. I kind of like UNC in this uh, spot here. Uh, it's only minus three. Uh, over under is 65 and a half. That is a lot. Um, I like UNC to win comfortably by probably like 13 to 20. I dig it. Yeah. I'm I'm sick and tired of betting Pitt. I'm sick and tired of betting North Carolina. They seem to fuck me either way. (laughs) I'm staying away from it. I'm actually really staying away from all the rest of the games. I almost almost took the bait. I had Wyoming minus 10 at Hawaii. Hawaii is awful. But then I saw it and just kept moving and moving and moving, and I couldn't ever get it. It kept going like, oh, the odds have changed. Oh, the odds have changed. It's at minus 12. I'm staying away. Yeah, looks like it's definitely not Hawaii's year. Um, I don't think it'll ever be Hawaii's year. I don't think there's going to be a. There's not like a. Long, you're not going to see Desmond Howard put Hawaii in his exactly, college football. Right. It's going to be a, a Brennan. You know, it's going to be like Star Wars. Like 15 years will pass, and then all of a sudden there's going to be a Brennan kid playing for Hawaii. Yeah, I think that wraps it up for college football for us. Let's go into the professional league of the NFL. Um, my. Circa millions, five games last week. I went a whopping one and four. Oof. Not bad. Week you had to pick all. I had to pick all of them. There's definitely egg all over my fucking face. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, uh, last week was the biggest fuck you in NFL I've ever seen. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Also, you have to put your picks in super early in this thing. So I bet on Broncos thinking Russ would be there. Russ did not play. It was ripping. That was that was a mistake. There's a lot of things that happen in NFL. I've actually didn't even tweet NFL picks because I am that bad at it. <laughs> I am strictly a college football, basketball, baseball. I will tweet those, and I won't even be embarrassed if I lose. NFL is just to the point where I'm like, I'm tired of I'm tired of making picks. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, first up, we do have a London game. Woo. Real Rest barn burner. Russ doing high knees on the way over to London. <laughs> the, the the team around Russell Wilson, like. Who would you rather have as a teammate? Antonio Brown or Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell Wilson, 100%. I'm leaning Antonio Brown at this point. Why? Antonio Brown stuff can be detrimental and it could hurt other teammates. Russell Wilson stuff is just like, hey, 
this guy's a fucking lunatic, but he's our lunatic. Like, I don't know. It's it's enjoyable. Um, and the whole league is is laughing at the him right now. Whoever his like, I heard um, Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch talking about how like, you know, they were his teammates for so long, and even they would have to go through his or- business manager. Through his business manager, yeah. his business manager, like, should be fired because he doesn't understand that he is just basically letting Russell Wilson hurt his stock. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson at the end he just signed a four year contract. I don't think he gets to year three. They just cut him. Who's going like especially I'm not trading for him. No, I'm not trading for him. I think you're just gonna have to eat the cap and just kinda cut him. It looks like his skill has been diminishing, right? Which is fine. It does happen to everybody over with age. But he's not playing any smarter. He's just kind of causing bigger distractions. He's I think becoming... we gotta we gotta remember not everybody is Tom Brady to play the forty five. No. And I think when we look at quarterbacks, like, oh, he's only thirty eight and he's playing like shit. What the hell? Correct. And just uh, the distractions and the fact that it seems like he kind of seems like a happy uh, version of Kyler in that <laughs> he, he just would rather be acting like a big star. He's a happy fucking idiot. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I'm still on the let's ride train. Don't get me wrong. Denver Broncos going into ja- – they're not. They're going to London to play Jacksonville Jaguars, basically a home team for Jaguars. Yeah. Jaguars are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They came off of a very gut-wrenching loss to the Giants last week. Fun game to watch. Over-under on this is 40-and-a-half. Um, I'm not good at NFL, so if you listen to me talk, go the complete <laughs> opposite way. I'm leaning towards the Jaguars. I am um, interested to see no James Robinson. You know, the, the so Robinson ETN will go off. It'll finally let him do his own fucking thing. See the like the over unders, I guess, the props uh, a little bit closer too. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, that being said, Broncos still do have a good defense. Um, I don't think this is going to be a terribly high scoring game. Uh, kind of leaning towards the under. I'm not scared um, of that low total to also bet the under too. I'm not scared. Uh, this is definitely a 14 10. Type game, uh, yeah. I'm on the Jags. I'm on the Jags. It's minus two and a half. I'm with you on the under. I actually even like the Broncos team total under, which if you get under sixteen and a half, that is minus or plus one fifty. Okay. Uh, next up, what a matchup! Yeah, we are coming off of a, the greatest win in probably Bears history since 1985 Super Bowl. Um, Bears beat the Patriots. What a day. Took me out of Survivor. Got in second place in Survivor because the Bears won. So in my Survivor, uh, it was me and uh, Sap had the Patriots, and the other guy had already lost. But our rule is, like, you still have – in order for us to win, we just have to do it. So anyways, uh, based on our rules, we would restart it again, which just has three. But we ended up because the pot was like twelve hundred dollars. We just ended up just nice. chopping it and restarting the whole thing. So oh, now cool. we're back. We're back to literally square zero. Good for you. Um, but now starting again half the season. A lot of times you will see teams have to go into the playoffs, and you want as many playoff teams available to choose because if you get to the AFC or NFC championship games and you've already used those four teams, you literally lose. No, I've, I've been in that situation last year where it was me and Homegirl that we went into the. 
AFC championship. Yeah. And I think I just kept picking the, I picked the Bengals. Like I, it was like the only option I had was the Bengals to beat the chiefs. Cause I already used the chiefs right. and it worked out in my favor, but yeah, I know. It, <laughs> but if you had to pick beforehand, you would have picked the chiefs. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, it's why like a lot of people this week are on the Eagles and I'm like, well, the Eagles are like their favorites for the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. So let's talk about this game. Chicago bears going into Dallas. Dallas Cowboys are a 10 point favorite over under. And this is 42 and a half bears team total 16 and a half points. Cowboys 27 and a half. Now I'm going to dissect this game because I watched both teams when I was going through the flu, these were the two games I watched fully. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions should have been the Cowboys last week. If you watch the game, Dak did not look, and you were not a, and you were not a realist, like a love, like an over the top Cowboy fan, you'll understand what I'm fucking saying. You got very lucky in multiple situations. That Cowboys team with Dak is not good. I don't think so. I think. And this is what we've talked about with the Cowboys. Like, the reason why Cooper Rush was good is because it was a simple offense, and he didn't turn it over. Once Dak came back, they had to overcomplicate it, make him throw it down the field, and he's going to turn the ball over. Now, the Bears recently did get rid of Robert Quinn. They traded him away for a fourth-round pick. I don't think that really has a difference. I think our secondary is still decent. Are they good enough to hold that team to, I don't know, 27 points? Maybe. I think this game's going to be a, a lot closer than it looks. I think they actually have an offensive scheme that Justin is okay to do. Um, I am terrified of Micah Parsons. Um, I was going to say, this is going to be a good test for your theory about you being bad at the NFL because I'm actually going to take the Cowboys. Uh, I think the Cowboys win by somewhere between 10 to 20 points. Uh, I just don't see that Bears line holding up. Um. I was not impressed with uh, the Cowboys last week, and I was actually pretty impressed by the Bears. Yeah. But I think they're coming off a short week. Uh, they're coming off an emotional uh, win, a really good primetime performance. Um, I don't know. I just – the Cowboys are my survivor pick this week. Um, Smart. I, I mean, I just don't think the Cowboys win by that many points. I think this game will be closer. Ten points. Give me the ten. Bears, bear down. Maybe take it to ten and a half. No. Really? It's already that high of a fucking point. Might as well just say, hey, 10. If I lose, I lose. I mean, I don't really fucking bet NFL anymore. (laughs) Literally all the profits that I kick ass in in college football. Just. just... (laughs) Hey, it's a fugazi. Yeah, it just fucking goes away. Then I'm back back to square one, starting again Monday. All right, next game. Las Vegas Raiders at the New Orleans Saints. Raiders are a one-and-a-half-point road team favorite. Over-under on this is 49. Is Andy Dalton still the quarterback? Yes. Give me the Raiders. Yes, I agree. Uh, Also, there's a lot of rumors. The Saints are about to trade Kamara to the Eagles. Give me the Raiders. Which would screw up my fantastic fantasy football season. Oh, with Miles Sanders, you're fucked. I've also seen that the Chiefs are in that sweepstakes as well. Good. That would be amazing. Yeah, so Kamara leaving the New Orleans Saints would be sad. I think he's an identity of the Saints. I think that is kind of like a – it's face of the franchise. I When I think of the Saints, I think of Kamara first. 
I think it's absolutely insane what the Saints did last week where they let Dalton throw like back-to-back pick sixes and then throw another reception. And meanwhile, Jameis is just sitting there like. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived it before. I'm a Bears fan. He's done the same thing in our team. And then people go, oh, he's so much better than Fields. Fuck off. Don't fucking come at me with this. Anyways, let's get on to the next game. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Falcons. This is actually a huge game for the uh, NFC South. It really is. Whoever wins this is in first place. Can you believe it? If you're the Panthers, you go, wait, can we get CMC back? Um, Panthers winning this game and being in first place would be incredible at three and five. Yeah. If you're like, I mean, can you go, hey, trade backs real quick? We're, we're in a playoff hunt now. <laughs> or they trade for Andy Dalton. Yikes. So, anyways, Carolina Panthers, four and a half, or no, four point dog on the road. Uh, Over under on this is 41. I'm taking the Falcons minus four. Okay. Um, next up, Steelers at Eagles. Now, can you click it? I want to see what the first half line is. Uh, because as I have let you know, the second quarter Eagles are like incredible. Uh, minus six and a half in the first half. Absolutely going to hit that. I'm on the same page as you. Um, Steelers are that cocky son of a bitch team that just does not go away. We've learned it against the Bucks. We've learned it against whoever they played last week. They covered um, Steelers. Anytime they're double digits, it's now I feel like I have to take them. Yeah. Now this is the best team in football. They're undefeated. I don't feel good about betting the best team against the best team in football. I do really like the Eagles' first half, minus six and a half. Yes, also Eagles coming off a bye week, uh, rested, healthy. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Uh, give me a first half, Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, Actually, give me the over team total first half, 13 and a half points. I think they could score two touchdowns in the first half. Might score in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I will actually place that right now before it goes in. Um, okay. Any other thoughts on that one? Um, no, big Eagle guy. Um, Eagles are the best NFL team in the first half. It's that simple. Don't even think about it. Just pull and shoot. There's no reason to overthink that bad. No. Um, okay. What else we got? Uh, dolphins at the lions. Two spicy. <laughs> Two didn't look fantastic in that Sunday night game. I guess I that's what they, they they played the Steelers and the Steelers hung in there. Um, well, it looked like the Dolphins were just going to wipe the floor with them, and then and then they just hit a fucking wall. And then, I mean, Kenny Pickett tried to come back and win, and took an interception that was like. So a here's great the thing. Catch. Hopefully, the Lions aren't listening. But if you want to be the Dolphins, here's what you do: you just play everybody five yards off the line of scrimmage. Hopefully, get a little bit of a pass rush, and let the Dolphins do all of our things with motion and preset and like just moving around Tyreek or Waddle and do all that stuff. Let us get our two-yard catches, and then just don't give up any big plays. And the Steelers kind of, like, figured it out, like, uh, after the first quarter, and we couldn't really do too much. Yep. Um, See, you do look like Coach Sirianni. Yes. Maybe you are Coach Sirianni. One day. One day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the three and a half here seems a little tasty because we know the Lions are first seed, and we know this is like a weird matchup to begin with. Um, the over under, 
I don't like that at all because the Lions can still score. I don't care what you saw in the last couple of weeks. You can still see the Lions fucking score 40 points. I might take the Dolphins under. Under 26 and a half. Like, I don't know. Lately, we have not looked good. We don't really run the ball well, um, which is how you beat the Lions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird game. Um, I'm staying away from uh, next up, we got the Cardinals at the Vikings. And guess what? We talked about it all year. Modern Warfare 2 dropped today. Yeah, I saw a picture of uh, him photoshopped in the line at like a uh, GameStop that's all like, looks like Black Friday. And there's Kyler Murray in his jersey. <laughs> I wish, I just wish it could be like later tonight. Like, and I hop into a lobby and I, like, it's like Kyler Murray's on the, uh, you know, how many on my gamer tags are Kyler Murray? Oh, so many. It's got to so be ridiculous, yeah. right? But just hopping in and just like hearing him and be like, bro, you don't need to study for the Vikings? Nah, bro, watch me drop this like 38 and 6 KD. Like, it's just going to be a, a, a fun one. Um, Cardinals at Vikings is, is a fun matchup. It um, is. Uh, these are two teams. I mean, Vikings are a very sneaky 5 and 1 team. Yeah. Um, Remember we talked about it, them winning the division. Uh, we did, and I said, hey, I think the best bet I can give you in the preseason would be Vikings to make the playoffs at plus money. Yep. And we got that. That was we're, we're really right the easiest bet about the lives. Vikings. I was definitely wrong about the Saints, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, kind of think uh, thinking about taking the Vikings minus two and a half, uh, buying yeah, the, buy points, the points, um, and then just – also, maybe the over-under in this one? Give me the Vikings minus three and a half. Uh, let me take that back. I have lied. I do not want that. <laughs> you want to avoid that? I'm going to take Vikings minus two and a half, and I'm also going to take over-under uh, 49. I'm going to go over. I think this is going to be the game that Kyler tries the hardest because Call of Duty came out this week. I also think DeAndre Hopkins looked back like DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, D-Hop, he's taking roids. Yeah. He's looking stronger than ever. What are, <laughs> what are we going to do? About? Suspend him twice? Like yeah, he's been come on. <laughs> you think he stopped? Yeah, give me the Cardinals plus three and a half. I, fuck the Vikings. They're going to take that second loss. And this seems like a right time for them to take that loss. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Patriots at the Jets. Um, um, Matt Jones will be starting. The reason why he was benched in the game was because of injury. Yep, that that's. Are you this, buying that? I'm not buying any of it. Okay. Um, I'm getting. I'm just telling you right now. It's Jets plus three. I'm gonna take it to three and a half, and I'm gonna get the home. It's already juiced to plus one minus one twenty at plus. So plus three and a half is minus one forty five. I understand that. I'll put it in uh, parlay. Yeah. Um, not that scared of it. Um, can the Patriots win? Sure. Uh, they're going to go in and blow out uh, a Jets team that we know is much better than people think. I don't know that they have that in them. Right I think now. the Jets team sucks. I don't care what. They Jets just got James Robinson. I feel like it's an upgrade. We're not going to see James Robinson that much this week. This is going to, hey, take your props on Michael Carter Jr. Yeah. This is an over Michael Carter Jr. day. Okay. And I think we're going to get a lot of value on that just because we don't see what Michael Carter Jr. is with more than 40% of the snaps. Right. So this should be fun. I I love the Patriots minus three. I don't think the Pats lose back to back games. Oh, okay. Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick. You know, two is four and zero against Belichick. 
I do know that. <laughs> and I think I've been with you every single Pats Dolphins game when they won, and Post has also been here. <laughs> Post hates it so much. <laughs> I, I Post Post poor Post. Yeah. All right. I, you know what? Fuck Post. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He's got like six Super Bowls in my lifetime. Fuck him. Yeah. Anyway, it's not the point. Uh, next game. We're finally at the three o'clock hour. Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Tennessee's only a two and a half point favorite. Over under on this is 40 and a half. I like the Titans. Titans have been playing well. They seem like a complete team. Rabel's got them in line. Texans really have no real incentive to try to, you know. Well, I've decided I'm officially um, going to rehab. Oh, for your Davis Mills addiction? I'm done betting the Houston Texans. Oh, okay. My name is Jordan Collins, and I'm addicted to betting against the, on the Houston Texans. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done doing it. I've given up. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. I agree. That's uh, what I'm looking at here. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else in the over under. No, I don't like the over under because they could score accidentally score 41 points. Yeah, uh, they can. The Titans can. Oh, it's just this is an ugly game. Okay, uh, Giants at Seahawks. Kind of a spicy one. It is a fun game. I mean, with Geno Smith and the Seahawks, I mean, they're going into Seattle with the 12. Giants are the road road dogs plus three. This is kind of the same situation they were in last week with the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, man, I just – how many more weeks are we going to get the Giants plus points from the way they've been playing? I think they're earning the plus points. I think uh, Pete Carroll's a better coach than Dable. I think experience on coaching will be the reason why the Seahawks win. I'm going to take I the Giants him. plus three and a half. I'm taking the Seahawks minus three. Okay. Sweet. Um, Fuck, I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> why? Washington Commanders going into Indy, playing the Colts. Oh, the Wentz Bowl. But Wentz isn't playing. Wentz is not playing. You know who is? Heineke. And? Shane Ellinger. Jesus fucking Christ. It's Sam Ellinger. Oh, Sam Ellinger. Sorry. Good God, Joe. I knew I knew who he was. I know of his of his I'm taking Sam Ellinger money line minus one fifty. I'm taking Sam Ellinger minus three. I'm taking the over and twenty and a half points. Colts. I think Sam Ellinger is about to shock the world. I think Sam Ellinger is about to be a top ten quarterback in the NFL. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Texas quarterback you wouldn't say that about? We don't have a lot of those to say about. Okay. I think the last starting Texas quarterback I've seen is uh, Colt, right? It's Colt McCoy. I, was, I thought there may have been an accidental one. So before Colt McCoy was mentioned. So since Colt McCoy, Yeesh. give me fucking Sam Ellinger. He's going to he's gonna smack the shit out of the commanders. Okay. If you say so, I'm going to take commanders plus three and a half. I think you're... Sam's gonna shock the world. Good luck, Sam or Shane. Hey, we—it's fucking Sam. Bro. Maybe maybe he's got a cousin named Shane. Who knows? No, he—we don't know that. He took the job from Shane Duchel. Uh that's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, we got 49ers at the Rams. Weird 49ers team. They're somehow three and four, and yet they're good. Rams are three and three, and yet they're not good. I really don't know. Here's the thing with this matchup, and it's real simple. Um, McVay hasn't beaten what's-his-face. Kyle Shanahan. He hasn't beaten Shanahan in the regular season. 
LA does not have a home field advantage. This is going to be San Francisco home field. Right. I'm lucky to be only getting one point. 49ers show up. They play against the Rams very well every single time. Give me the 49ers. There's no ifs, ands, and buts. This is a max unit play for me. I'm dropping four units on the 49ers. Okay. Um, I'm also going to take the bet when it does come up that Stafford will throw for one interception. Yeah, I think you're probably right. That's probably a safe bet. Um, I'm kind of staying away from this game right now. If anything, I might lean towards the over 42. Um, I just feel like both these teams' defenses have a better reputation than they should. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I got from that one. All right. uh, Green Bay Packers at the Buffalo Bills. I thought this line was worse. I thought it was 13, but apparently it's only 10 and a half. It actually started off at nine and then it worked its way up to 10 and a half. Okay. Well, that movement makes sense. I don't know what would make it start at nine and not like 13, but um, yeah, this is a weird game. I just don't see, I, I'm just trying to think of a scenario where the bills don't win. No, I mean, it's that bill's defense is better. Than it's been, um, and Green Bay. Bills are coming off of a bye too, and I think that has been so nice. erratic. Um, yeah, I just think this is one of the nails in the coffin with Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, those Packer problems are going to continue to happen after next week. Uh, that Packer team will be three and five, and they'll have the same record as the Bears by the end of this week too. The Bears. Yeah, so I'm taking the Bills as well, minus ten and a half. Keep it pretty simple. Uh, next game up, Halloween game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Bengals minus three, Browns plus three. Over-under on this is 45. I don't know how I feel about the Bengals without Jamar Chase. They're kind of just a normal team. Burrow is hot. Um, Cleveland, there's a lot of rumors. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, might get traded. He's been asking for a trade, so that should happen. Um, I wonder when the trading deadline. I think it's still another week away. But... Yeah, we're 10 days away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's good. That means no trades should happen in the next 48 hours. Uh, yeah, look at that. Bengals. Still a lot of money on the Bengals. I'm, if anything, I really like the Browns as a home dog. Um, it's the simple method that I've always bet with, and this has been able to stick true with me. And I'm okay if it doesn't work. I love a divisional home dog. Very rare you get those. Yeah. Um, Browns aren't as bad as everybody says they are. I just think they have a they have a way to lose games. They find the way to lose it. I like the three points. Um, maybe by the hook to where if McPhee or McPherson, whatever his name is, does kick the game-winning field goal, you're not screwed. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I'm going to take the Bengals minus three only because I don't know what the deal with the Browns has been. They have too good of a team to be two and five. Um, yeah. That's pretty much what I got for that one. Um, actually, maybe that, that over under at 45 is. Yeah. I mean, under. Primetime unders. Primetime unders. Still, I mean, last week, last night hit over. Yeah. The next two are going to go under. That's kind of the way the world has worked. Other than that, you got anything on NBA tonight? No, I did want to get your thoughts uh, 
Spurs. They don't know how to fucking tank. <laughs> I've never. I, it's so fucking annoying. Like, how bad will you be? I'm gonna be pissed no matter what situation happens. Would the Orlando Magic get Victor <laughs> I don't think I'll be mad. I just don't. I, it's like a small market team again. They're just gonna leave you anyways. No, uh, Cole Anthony's out for the year, so that sucks for the Magic. It is a little disappointing, but the I mean, we started zero and four, anyways. Um, might as well just do another one and try to get the best player since LeBron to be in the draft. I think that's why the Lakers haven't won a game yet. Oh, excuse me, Magic zero and five. Here we go. I got those Lakers zero and four, but they can't tank. This is my favorite website. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the take it thon so it lets you know where we can do the Let's lottery. go. So right now, the leaders for the tank thon is Orlando, Sacramento, Lakers, which they don't have a first-round pick. It's going to the Pelicans. Yeah. Detroit, Brooklyn, which is going to the Rockets. Indiana. Indiana, I'm shocked. Is, they're playing teams tough, too. Yeah. For a for record, they've been playing teams pretty damn tough. Well, the Nets, I mean, with that, wow. Yeah, Nets have only won one game. Ben Simmons is out there but, killing it. But their pick goes to Houston. Yep. No, Houston actually goes to Brooklyn. Yeah, like a, it's a pick swap. Yeah. So if Brooklyn... Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I, I see it now. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Sixers are looking rough. Uh, Joel Embiid looks like uh, Charles Barkley when Space Jam happened and the powers got taken away. He's looked fucking terrible. He, I've never a little early. I've never really liked James Harden, but I respect the fact that he's like, you know what? I'm taking the fucking game over because none of these guys know how to shoot anymore. Magic own five. Go ahead, hit sim lottery. Let's just do one. It's just, sim lottery just for fun. Just for and fun. this is why the NBA sucks. Fourteen percent chance, even if you tank. And look at that. The Rockets have the number one pick in the draft. Just on it's the okay. same line. Uh, Orlando, we'll take number two. We'll get, we'll get uh, Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Yeah. Uh, college basketball is <laughs> six, seven days away. San Antonio. Right outside. Dude, it's chance. so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so I, – I watch every game like, why – is this looking like a goddamn Harlem Globe Trotters game where they just can't stop scoring? Do you think? Do you think like uh, the other Texas teams will like purposely lose to the Spurs just so one Bayana doesn't go? I don't know, dude. I actually <laughs> don't know. This is why I hate the NBA. Uh, I love it. Oh, uh, yeah. There's other things we look at uh, right now with the NFL. The number one pick is going to the Lions at this very moment. Then it goes. Houston Texans, Carolina, with their win, has made them go from the one pick to the third pick. A lot of things going on there. If the Saints keep losing, the Eagles' pick keeps getting higher. It's not good for that. Uh, yeah. A lot of things to look at at takeathon.com. Big fan of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, that's who that trade was from? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, that's pretty much everything I got. Um, you know, World, we do have the World Series ending this week. Uh, well, could take a little bit longer, but um, NHL, we would just post on Twitter. Yeah. And, and soccer- just, if you listen to the show, here's a free pick. Take the Golden Knights. Uh, quick that World Cup soccer thing. We are three and a half weeks away from the World Cup 
Uh, it is starting to get juicy. Uh, Netflix has a huge FIFA doc that's going to come out almost a week before, and you're going to hear it all over. It's just going to be actually free promotion for the World Cup. And yeah, so, is there anything I should take as a future here? I'm looking here. And forgive me, I am not a soccer guy. Um, what country does Messi play for? What country do you think Messi plays for? That's what I really want to hear. Uh, if I had to take a guess, it'd be Argentina. Is that, that is correct. Okay, cool. So I heard that he's almost at a thousand career games. And I believe zero trophies with Argentina. So that's the funny thing about soccer is you could have the best player in the world and end up with no trophies because it really is a team sport. Oh yeah. Like basketball. Yeah. I mean, that being said, I think he's X amount of games away from hitting a thousand career professional soccer games played. Okay. And the only way he can hit the exact thousand game number is by making it to the finals. Anything is possible. Some of these teams have very different styles. Um, How's USA on this? Are they going to go far? 99 to 1. I mean, you got to take a bet. Oh, right? that is tasty. What's uh, is your minimum bet? 25? Mine is five bucks. Oh, put, put 10 bucks on there for me. All right, I got you, buddy. Yeah. True <laughs> for the boys. All right, cool. We're I want to be uh, at that World Cup final drinking some ice cold Miller Light. What? Um, I don't think they have that in Abu Dhabi where the hell they're playing. They don't. Uh, I don't know. This is going to be a a weird World Cup. Um, there's definitely a lot of teams there. Any one of those teams that you see on this page right now could win the World Cup. Uh, Croatia is typically in there, right? Croatia is good. Um, I think their their star players are getting a little bit up there, though. Um, well, he was like the oldest, youngest player in the world last year. I, the last World Cup, I remember. I remember seeing his fucking face with the weird nose. I mean, that could be a few of the year. I know. Forgive me. That's, I, I remember watching Croatia at a bar. I was like, oh, that guy looks fucking weird. Um, I mean, Spain and Germany uh, have tasty odds right there. Um, France has some pretty tasty odds. No, uh, France won last year. Yeah, not last, well, a few years ago. But they yeah, won the last, last World Cup. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing? If you win the World Cup the next year, you don't even make it to the like the rounds. You don't make it out of round play. That's been a that's been a curse. It's been a, a random coincidence. I wouldn't. This France team is is still very good. Okay. Um, and Brazil just always disappoints at the very end and like the last like three rounds. So I don't know. Score down like Uruguay is Harry Kane. Going to take England to the to the promised land. England's pretty much a choke artist team too, right? They get to the finals and blow things. The thing about England is they have a very tortured history with penalty kicks. Um, okay. I remember, what was it? They, I don't know what the tournament was called or the Super so, Bowl where they had like their like 19-year-old kid going in there and try to save the day. Looking at this here, at this lineup, you know which team I would call the Philadelphia Phillies of the World Cup? Uruguay. No, keep scrolling down. They're not even listed on here. Keep scrolling. The very bottom team. You're saying Canada? I am telling you Canada is better. We will look at some of those matchups once it gets closer. Canada is a much better team than people realize. Well, here's some group play if you want to go here. Let's keep scrolling down. Let's see what group they're in. I assume I think they have a, a weird draw, too. 
because I thought I saw Japan or something. Where's Canada? No, that's Costa Rica. I got Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, and Canada. See, I don't know that Canada can be the winner of the group, but I know that I would love to take them to be second place in the group. Is there a way to take like the get out of group stage? You just take a team to advance. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, the sites have it yet. It's still probably a little too early. They probably want to see, make sure injuries and things like that. By the way, I bet on Ghana the last time we went to a USA game, and they have the same odds as USA. Believe in the boys. <laughs> believe in the blue. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Soccer. <laughs> this is the only time. Like I have to care, and I don't know why. It's fun. It's because not fun. Let's be let's be real. The Olympics, no one cares about anymore. I don't think I've ever cared about the Olympics. I don't think I've ever but cared about the World Cup. If there was a sporting competition of worldwide teams. And we were against, uh, I don't know, whoever, if we were against Russia, right? We're going to be like, uh, we would actually like wear like some American gear and do all this stuff. That's what makes the World Cup so great is because it's the world battlefield. So quick question, is Russia in this? Uh, no. They're, are they just not good at soccer or is this more? Uh, I don't think they qualified. Okay. You have to, qual- it takes years of qualification. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Why don't they just have every country play? Well, every really the World Cup. Thing. Technically, you could say the World Cup then starts like two, three years ago when all the actual qualifications uh, start. Oh, this is fucking stupid. So USA to get out of, or the win is plus five forty. That's to win our thing, which is really just kind of a bet against England. Second question. This is also stupid. Forgive me. I thought Wales was a part of England. Wales is a part of the United Kingdom. England is one of those. All right. <laughs> I feel, uh, give me Mexico. I feel like they're good at soccer. The football. Mexico. I don't know. Our Argentina team is is fairly good. Is there any crazy like Iran comes out and wins? No. Qatar. Nope. Canada. Canada is the team. I'm telling you, the crazy team is Canada. Costa Rica. No. Cameroon. Nope. South Korea? <laughs> nope. Yeah, they're not even good at anything, I don't think. Canada. Canada. All You're right. hearing it here first, uh, almost a month before the World Cup. There. I got I got 10 bucks on there. There. Okay. The bet. We'll see. Um, all right. I think that's everything we got for today's uh, show. Uh, we should be back to our uh, biweekly um, episode starting again next week. Yeah, we're we're gonna get more into the NBA. I just don't really believe in betting on NBA until Tea Christmas time. time. Okay. Uh, I do like the Cavs tonight against the Celtics. Cavs plus seven. Take that, stick in your pipe and smoke it. But I'm all done for the day. Those are all the things I have money on. Okie doke. Um, yeah, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, make sure you tell all your friends, like, follow, subscribe, all the good stuffs. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Goose and Gambles. And uh, we appreciate you guys. And we'll be back uh, here in a couple of days with a nice, fun recap. Go Phillies. God bless. Thanks, guys.